millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. So last night during the broadcast, we got word that someone, a mysterious paddleboarder, had lost his life at the pond outside the Obama's palatial Martha's Vineyard estate. Now, it wasn't until later last night that we learned it was actually the longtime personal chef of the Obamas himself, Tafari, Chef Tafari. Well, a lot more information has come out since that time, but one thing has remained constant. That is the ever-changing narrative surrounding his death. Now, I also find it very interesting that this death connected directly to the Obamas happened so soon after that wild Anthony Weiner, Patrick Bet David exchange, uh, talking about other presidents besides the Clintons who had deaths surrounding them. Is this the first chef of a former president to die in a strange way? No, it's not. We're going to talk about so many interesting and coincidental deaths in this episode so please do me a favor sit back relax grab your popcorn hit that like button as you're coming on in hit the red pill if you're over on pill.net and we're going to be right back after this special message from our sponsor and just like that 
Half the year is done and gone, and in that time, my digital money has gifted us with some majestic crypto bull runs. Bitcoin, of course, remains the king with an 80% gain year to date, and financial institutions like Fidelity and others have announced funds they are actively working on to provide Bitcoin access to their clients. Ethereum gained 55% year to date, fueled by the Chappella upgrade, and Litecoin went up 35.25% year to date after it was chosen by Citadel Securities and Fidelity-backed EDX markets to trade on its exchange. Bitcoin Cash, it's up 176% year-to-date. And my digital money has been emphasizing the importance of long-term data when investing for a long time. Don't get caught up in the daily social media chatter. Don't get caught up in politics, not when it comes to your investments. What you should be concerned about is how to invest securely. So invest with my digital money. When you invest with my digital money, your funds are secure. They will never co-mingle with our funds. In fact, no matter what happens with my digital money, your funds are always safe. So if you're ready to invest in cryptocurrency, invest with mydigitalmoney.com. Click the link in the description box below. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us today, whether you're here on Pill.net, The Foxhole. If you're hanging out with us over on Rumble, maybe Getter, please consider hitting that like button. Please consider sharing the broadcast. We have so much interesting news to discuss today. Now, as I was saying in the introduction, we only got a teaser, a little taste of what was happening at Martha's Vineyard, but so much more information has come out, and the story just keeps getting wilder. Now, we also have a number of other interesting deaths and and injuries I want to make sure we talk about. First of all, the tragic Steaming heart attack suffered by Bronny James. That would be the son of uh, LeBron James, somebody who had publicly stated that the COVID-19 vaccine was best suited for him and his entire family. So we can rest assured that both LeBron, his wife, and of course his children probably are all at least vaxxed with uh, one shot of the mRNA genetic mutation clot shot device. Now, Bronny James suffered a medical emergency Emergency as he was at basketball practice Monday morning, and as a result, he was rushed to the hospital. Now, he is committed to play basketball at USC. Uh, he was, however, rushed to the ICU, suffering a cardiac arrest during workout and practice there at USC. Now, a spokesperson for the James family has come forward to say yesterday while practicing, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest. Medical staff was able to treat Bronny and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition and no longer in ICU. They asked for privacy, uh, both for Bronny and, of course, for his family. And they will continue to update the media as uh, it becomes possible to do so. Now, uh, apparently there was a 911 call that came in Monday morning from the Galen Center there at USC, uh, which is where the team plays. First responders got to the scene and they found Bronny was unconscious. Uh, now, uh, anybody who's been paying attention to this uh, crazy story that we've been watching unfold over the last couple of years, uh, this should be nothing surprising. 
The only surprising thing to me uh, is when uh, people uh, and the family members of people who have openly talked about taking these clot shots, uh, when something doesn't happen to them, because more often than not, it seems like it just happens to uh, the strangest people at the strangest times. And unfortunately, in the case of uh, athletes such as Bronny James, uh, it happens when they're in the midst of physical activity. Now, for anyone out there listening who might think that we are being alarmists or perhaps we're conspiracy theorists because uh, it's been shown time and time again that having taken the clot shot increases your risk of certain medical conditions uh, affecting your health. Let's just take a look at the numbers, okay? Myocarditis is uh, something that can and oftentimes does exhibit itself after people have taken these clot shots. Once you have myocarditis, that damage to the heart, a heart attack is something which can be uh, quite uh, uh, fairly likely to the people who are suffering from myocarditis. Now, I'll tell you where heart attacks are not common, and that is in normal, average, healthy, youthful athletes. Those people, 18-year-olds, freshmen at USC, simply do not have spontaneous heart attacks. They don't find themselves dropping to the court uh, and then maybe even having their entire careers ruined. Uh, remember what happened to DeMar Hamlin. That guy was fit as a fiddle. He got hit once, boom, went down, and uh, the boy almost didn't make it. It's happened on so many other occasions to so many other different star athletes in so many different sports. At this point, the connection is undeniable. So if you're out there, uh, continuing to bury your head in the sand about whether or not this shot is going to give you or your family members a heart attack or make them sick in any way, I I have one suggestion for you. Go get another shot because the sooner you recognize exactly what's happened here, the extinction level agenda that is being pushed on the human race, the sooner we can all get over it and do something to fight back against it. Now, LeBron James, as I said earlier, had publicly stated that he and his family were totally down with taking the COVID-19 clot shot. Uh, Virtually the entirety of the NBA was told that if they didn't take the clot shot, they were not going to be able to travel around. They weren't going to be able to go to other people's stadiums. They weren't going to be able to play in travel games, and they would have to essentially distance themselves from everybody. Now, obviously, as a professional athlete, that makes it very difficult to do your job. And uh, a lot of these guys, you know, they're dependent upon those paychecks. I know we look at these basketball stars and we think that they're just very, very rich. Um, but it's also been shown that despite how much money they get paid, uh, that generally means that they're just spending more money and they give money to their family. They buy their girlfriends cars. They buy their wives cars. Uh, they spend a ton of money on unnecessary clothing and jewelries and, you know, luxury items. And then uh, when they finally need that money to set themselves up, into uh, uh, retirement, you know, uh, unless they've used that money wisely, they're going to find themselves in a really difficult situation. That's why they end up working at ESPN and places like that. Um, So uh, just a little bit about Bronny James. The man, again, was only 18 years old. Uh, He was healthy by all accounts up until that point. He was not showing any type of uh, indications of having a heart attack or a cardiac arrest up until the moment that he did. Uh, They treated him unconscious there at the scene. They had to take him to the hospital. He is in stable condition. He's no longer in the ICU, but they haven't stated publicly if there is any long-term damage or uh, enlargement to his heart. Uh, They are asking for privacy, as I said. So I, I uh, I find it unlikely that they're going to 
uh, talk about that stuff uh, at any large degree. I mean, they don't want his career to be over. Uh, he was looking at a you know long uh, four-year career at USC, probably walking straight into an NBA draft pick, and then he would be set for life. Uh, he's a four-star rec- recruit. He's one of the staples of USC's top five incoming recruiting class. Uh, and uh, he signed with USC's Trojans in the offseason. And overall in the country, he's number 27 in the class of 23. And he is among the second highest ranked signee at USC's four-person recruiting class that ranks number four nationally at 247 sports. So USC is a serious program. Obviously, LeBron James is a serious basketball player, and Bronny James was looking to follow in his footsteps. My heart goes out to him because obviously, uh, as uh, a as as a young man, as as somebody who was underage, he probably looked to his parents uh, to determine whether or not it was safe to take this clot shot, this genetic. Uh, uh, therapy that was uh, experimentally rolled out to the American people and to the rest of the world. Uh, so uh, I hope that he's okay, and uh, I hope that uh, he doesn't find himself uh, with any other additional injuries. But as I said, there tends to be a pattern here with people who have been vaxxed. Uh, once they become injured from the vaccine, quite often they remain injured. What I love about this scenario, although it's tragic, we do have big people like Elon Musk out there publicly suggesting that that there may be a link between the COVID-19 clot shot and Bronny James's case of cardiac arrest. Uh, he actually uh, commented here on uh, Chief Nerd's post announcing this uh, cardiac arrest. He said, we cannot ascribe everything to the vaccine, but by the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing. Myocarditis is a known side effect. The only question is whether it is rare or common. Well, I like that Elon is asking the question, but if Elon was to simply look at the research, Pfizer's own research, they would find that myocarditis among young men is an exceedingly common side effect. And uh, again, the only thing I am uh, I, I am surprised about is that we don't see it uh, in more detail. Now, this could also be a, a symptom of the problem being covered up. Healthcare professionals, uh, maybe they feel like they're on the hook for giving people bad advice, telling them to get this clot shot. Uh, and maybe they, they don't want parents to know. They, they don't want people to make a big stink about it because then, of course, it would be their money that we would be effing with. Well, I think that's exactly what we need to do. Those people need to have their paychecks messed with. And the people who lied to the American people, denying them informed consent by telling them that this was largely safe and effective, that the side effects are exceedingly rare and something like an 18-year-old having a heart attack after receiving the clot shot is something that you're not going to expect to see. We know they lied. We know they all lied. And I think those people need to be held accountable. And in a manner of speaking, over a certain Time span, I am certain that they will. Um, okay. Do, do, do. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just read a private message, which is very, very funny. Oh, my gosh. I, I cannot wait to tell you guys about this once it's been made public. Anyways, let me continue. Pardon me if I'm a little glistening. Uh, we went to the beach today. Uh, we got caught out in the rain. I, I, I wasn't able to take a shower before uh, I went on the air today. So I've still got like uh, oil on me and stuff. All right. So Another set of strange deaths. Uh, just want to go ahead and uh, give homage to these guys. And first of all, let me say thank you to Doug Simey, who dropped a can over here. Thank you very much, Doug. I appreciate it. 
Man, you guys, I actually, let me tell you this. This is a, this is a bit of a story time before I get into the Camp Lejeune deaths, uh, more Camp Lejeune deaths. So I, I, I booked somebody as a guest on the show. Uh, he is a journalist from Las Vegas, and he had been covering that family that said that they had seen a UFO in their backyard. Um, now, he's he's been a journalist in, in Vegas for a very long time. His name is Doug Papa. He just texted me and said that he has to decline my offer to come on the show. And this is after we had like an hour and a half long conversation about all of the things that we wanted to talk about. I think it's a little suspicious that he is dropping out of the show uh, without giving me any type of a reason. And Was there a new hit piece that came out on me or did he just like find uh, the dedicated homepage to me and my show on MediaMatters.com? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to have to check it out, but I just didn't have time to do that before we began. So let me get back into the news right here. All right. So we have another set of mysterious deaths taking place at Camp Lejeune or near Camp Lejeune, as it says. What we have is three U.S. Marines. They were found dead in a car near Camp Lejeune in North Carolina on July 23rd. Now, according to military officials, the deceased Marines are Lance Corporal Tanner Kaltenberg, 19, Lance Corporal Merrick's Dockery, 23, and Lance Corporal Ivan Garcia, also 23. Now, they are claiming there's no indication of foul play, but... Obviously, the circumstances surrounding their death are under investigation. We have received no cause of death yet. Uh, All we know is that they were found in their car approximately 40 minutes away from base camp there at Camp Lejeune. Now, the Pender County Sheriff's Department apparently found their four-door sedan uh, at a Speedway gas station in Hampstead. They were investigating a missing persons call, uh, and then uh, it would it would just happen to be about one of the Marines. So they find the car. All three of them are dead inside. They're declared dead at the scene. And, uh, of course, the military has not released their cause of death yet. Um, considering the fact that they were found dead in a public place and there's no signs of foul play, I think it's likely that the 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 most likely scenario for the cause of death is probably going to be acute fentanyl poisoning. Watch it. It's going to have something to do with a drug overdose because those three guys going off base for the night, uh, maybe they stopped and bought some drugs from somebody in the Speedway parking lot. Uh, they snorted a little bit of heroin. And then the next thing you know, they all pass out and die right there because it's filled with carfentanil or fentanyl or some other perhaps Chinese designer drug that we don't even have a name for yet. Um, that seems like the most realistic thing to me because it's not like they killed themselves, okay? There wasn't a, 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 a hose sticking out of the tailpipe and, and going into the car. Uh, they're just sitting in a parking lot. Uh, they all died at the same time, roughly, because obviously if one had died before the others, then somebody would have called for help. Uh, and uh, there seems to be nobody else involved. So I- I'm going to call it and say that it's probably a drug overdose. Looking forward to seeing uh, exactly what happened, though. Just as I'm looking forward to seeing what happened with uh, Tafari Campbell, the-, the private chef of the Obamas. Last night, it was initially reported that a 45-year-old black man uh, was uh, paddleboarding in the pond at Martha's Vineyard uh, in front of the Obama's residence. Now, with 
only that information. Uh, my first instinct was to say that there's no way this person was not personally acquainted with the Obamas because, okay, so let's, uh, you know what, let me, let me see if I can get, um, a satellite image of, let me see, satellite image Martha's Vineyard. And please, I'm dealing with fewer fingers than normal. So, uh, okay, all right. So let's take a look, like, right here. Uh, I'm fairly certain that this right here, this is where the Obamas live. Let me make this as big as I possibly can. All right, can you you can't see my uh, my my mouse on screen, can you? Oh, here we go, here we go. This is it. This right here is where the Obama's home is at. Why is it doing that? <clears throat> okay, right here. That's where the Obama's house is at, right there. So you've got this like breakwater that goes the entire length of the coast. And then this interior waterway here is technically a pond. Uh, This is what he would have been paddleboarding on. Now, uh, the house is off here to the right. You've got this additional breakwater in the center of this bay is what I would consider. But I guess because it's it's landlocked, it's going to be a pond. Uh, and uh, and he was fairly close to the shore, about about 100 feet from the shore, as I understand it. The water was only about eight feet deep, and it was initially reported that he was paddleboarding with somebody else. Now, that story has kind of changed just a little bit. Uh, but initially, this man was not identified. Uh, all we knew was that somebody had been paddleboarding in this pond at the Obamas, they died, and the police came out and, and got the body. Again, because this is the residence of a former president uh, with Secret Service uh, permanently on site, there's no way that they would just allow a stranger to come paddleboarding by in this private pond owned by the Obamas uh, and then die at, at, at his own uh, volition. Now, the other curious thing about this, and I've actually looked into this today, Paddleboards have a tether that connects to them so that you don't lose the paddleboard. Uh, and also, uh, so, you know, y- you basically are remained connected to it uh, so that uh, nothing bad can happen. You know, the paddleboard floats. If for some reason you can't get out of the water, you can always pull yourself back up to the paddleboard and you should be fine. Um, but he apparently went underwater and then uh, bobbed up again and then was gone. So who was the person that was paddleboarding with him? Was it a companion of his, somebody from his personal life? Was it maybe Barack Obama himself? Uh, if there is a, a witness on scene, you would think that they would want to name that person. Um, the, the Obamas also put out a statement last night saying that, Tafari was a beloved part of our family. When we first met him, he was a talented sous chef at the White House, creative and passionate about food and its ability to bring people together. In the years that followed, we got to know him as a warm, fun, extraordinarily kind person who made all of our lives a little bit brighter. That's why when we were getting ready to leave the White House, we asked Afari to stay with us, and he generously agreed. He's been part of our lives ever since, and our hearts are broken that he's gone. So, just for the record... Tafari Campbell was initially a restaurant owner and then became the private chef for George W. Bush 
And then in 2008, when Barack Obama came in for the next eight years, he remained the private chef at the White House for the Obamas. And then when they left in 2016, uh, they brought him with them to uh, uh, the Martha's Vineyard estate. So uh, they know this man. They know him fairly intimately. And I think it's safe to say that he probably knew them uh, fairly intimately as well. Now, I mentioned the changing narrative surrounding this story. When it was initially reported that this dead body was found, we did get word that the call to 911 came from inside the Obama residence. No word on who it was. However, they did report that the Obamas were not present at the residence when Tafari drowned. Sounds like he drowned maybe midday on Sunday. I think it's likely that they were probably home. I mean, I don't think they were at church, just from what I understand about them. And I thought it was funny that they didn't want to specifically say, you know, what were the circumstances surrounding this? So the 911 call coming from inside the Obama's residence uh, more than likely coming from a member of the Obama family, because if the paddleboarder who was with this individual uh, was out there doing their own thing, hanging out with him, maybe knew him, it's likely that they would have called uh, themselves. You know, they wouldn't have needed to go inside the Obama's um, uh, home to actually get this information. Yes, and here is here here is a picture from above. Uh, you can see the Obama house right here. Uh, it looks like he probably would have died. This is Edgerton Pond, so maybe he was, you know, not far from the shore. He could have been anywhere along here uh, when he went under. So the police came, they searched uh, for several hours, uh, and then it wasn't until about 10 a.m. Monday that they found him. And again, eight feet deep waters, about 100 feet away from the shore. Um, they are, of course, investigating. They're going to do a toxicology report, um, and uh, they're they're billing it as a possible drowning. Now, the question then becomes, what was this guy doing in the water? Was he a competent swimmer? Um was he not a very good swimmer? If he wasn't a very good swimmer, why in the heck would he be in the water, despite the fact that it's relatively shallow? I mean, if you've ever seen somebody who can't swim, uh, they tend to sink just like a stone, and they can die in very shallow water. Um, but it uh, it does appear that as far back as 2019, he was taking swimming lessons. Uh, he is currently married. Well, he was married. He's got twin children. His wife is also a caterer. She owns her own business. Uh, and obviously this death is unexpected. So they, they are torn up. Uh, obviously she and her boys, uh, they're, they're having a, a bad time. I want you to take a look at Chef Tafari Campbell. I mean, the man is fit, okay? He's healthy. Looks like he works out. He's strong. Uh, he doesn't look like the kind of person who would just sink to the bottom of an eight-foot pond and, and expire um, just 100 feet from the shore. Uh, so I think that that is, uh, is kind of suspect uh, as it stands. Uh, and then, of course, the second paddleboarder. Who is that second paddleboarder? Why are they not naming them? Uh, the Obamas, uh, knowing him for such a long time, I think that that is pretty uh, uh, coincidental as well, uh, especially considering Anthony Weiner and Patrick Bet David's conversation very recently uh, about the Clinton body count. And uh, Patrick Bet David mentioned, you know, why don't we have somebody else who was a president who seems to have strange deaths surrounding them? This is not the first strange death to happen surrounding the Obamas. Now, 
take a look at this image from 2017, where Tafari suggests that he can't swim. Uh, Timeless Creations posted this. I believe this was an older Instagram account that was owned by uh, Tafari Campbell. Might have been uh, one that his wife owned. But here they are in the waters of Aruba. Obviously, waters may be four, five feet tall. He appears to be a fairly tall man. Uh, and, uh, and it says, you know, still can't swim. Now, as soon as he died, people were on his Instagram. Rest in peace. Clearly murdered for what he knew. Uh, then Obama body count. What's he hiding? Rest in peace. Won't ever understand this wicked world, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, in, in 2019, after in 2017, he said he couldn't swim. He went and took uh, swimming lessons at uh, what appears to be a One Life Fitness in Woodbridge, Ohio. So I just wanted to show you that because it actually goes to show you that he was adept at swimming from a number of different positions. Uh, he's shown to be doing the backstroke. He's shown to be doing the freestyle. The freestyle. He's shown to be doing the breaststroke. All of these various methods of swimming would have allowed him to have gotten out of that very shallow water. Take a look at this and you tell me uh, how to escape the heat if you don't have an air conditioner. This only takes if it makes sense that this man uh, drowned in shallow water. Come on. There he is. He's an accomplished swimmer. And someone in the chat said he's swimming with flippers. I don't think that makes a significant difference uh, in the scheme of things. Because as you can see, he went from breast to backstroke. He flipped very quickly. Seems like he has his orientation in the water. Obviously, those flippers would give him a slight boost in terms of being able to swim. Uh, but you're, when you are using flippers, you're getting just that general motion of your, your feet moving like that underwater. You're treading water. Uh, so I, I I think that he knew how to swim, and I find it very difficult to believe that he died naturally. Now, this is where things start getting a little bit stranger, because in this article that I found from Boston.com, uh, doing kind of a, a bit of a personal background on Chef Tafari Campbell uh, and his history, some interesting things about him, we learned something else uh, that happened. Now, uh, we know that he helped to create a honey ale beer with Obama back in 2011. You can find the recipe in the Obama archives. Here is Obama actually drinking drinking this beer with some White House aide out in the Rose Garden. Uh, we also know that, as I said, he owned a restaurant. He worked for President Bush before working for the Obamas. Uh, the Obamas asked him to come be their personal chef at their home after they left. Let me also just say that having a personal chef is, that's a, a lot of money, I would imagine. I mean, that you're going to get paid a, a fairly healthy sum to be a personal chef for a former president. Uh, and I know that the Obamas have gotten book deals. I'm sure that they've gotten uh, all manner of payoffs. But but still, uh, to be able to afford a former chef uh, when you're no longer actively working, I just don't understand how that works. Um, and then uh, his wife owned a bakery and a catering service. Uh, and the next one is that he showcased his culinary creations on Instagram. That would be that Timeless Creations account. Well, guess what? Since the discovery of that account, 
that uh, entire account has been removed from Instagram. All of these uh, photographs from that Instagram account that were embedded into this article and in any other article out there, you can no longer get to because Instagram removed the account. Now, uh, I'm used to them removing accounts for people who, you know, were school shooters or maybe did some heinous act. But when you have a guy that drowns accidentally in front of the Obama's house uh, with no signs of foul play, uh, why in the world would you want to keep the general public out of looking at their Instagram? And, you know, I, I would imagine that his wife and children probably would have wanted this uh, account to continue on so they could uh, keep the memory of their father and husband alive. I find it very strange that they would go ahead and do that. So the next thing I, I like to do after kind of diving into a story is I want to see how other outlets, outlets that I wouldn't necessarily read, are reporting on this. And if we take a look at this uh, article here from The Hill, uh, we find that Tafari Campbell is billed as the previously employed chef by the Obamas. They claim that at the time of his death, Tafari Campbell was not actively the chef for the Obamas. So that begs the question, did he actually lose his job shortly before drowning in front of the Obamas' home? And if he lost his job, for what reason would the Obamas sever his employment, especially after such a long and storied history of cooking for them every single day since late 2008, early 2009? Uh, that is uh, certainly an interesting question and perhaps one that we're never going to get the answer for. But I think it's a question that deserves to be asked. Uh, the Obamas uh, should specify whether or not Tafari Campbell was working for him for them at the time of his demise. Now, one thing that I like about The Independent, uh, when you have a story such as this that is kind of evolving, um, they will put together these articles that are kind of, it's like a live timeline. It shows you exactly what happened at one time. And of course, it opens up with all of the same information as we had previously. Uh, in Edgartown, Massachusetts, Monday morning, we find this uh, dead body of a, a, an African-American man, a black man who's been paddleboarding. Uh, he was recovered from the Great Pond. Later on, they announced who he was. Uh, and uh, of course, his history. We have the statement from the Obamas. Uh, we have his Instagram account that is mentioned again. It, it describes him as a keen golfer, uh, saying that he had numerous photos of finely presented dishes, videos of him golfing and practicing swimming, and uh, loving pictures of him and his wife together. Again, uh, I suggest that his wife would probably have wanted that Instagram account to have stayed up. So then that begs the question, who has the power to get that Instagram account deleted and for what reason? Um, continuing on. Uh, we have uh, a tribute from the Obamas. They claim that he was just found dead in the water, mere feet from the shore. Uh, we have a, a sl small video about it. Uh, the Obamas are mourning him. They put out their uh, their statement about what's going on. Ah, now here's where we get to uh, some blame being transferred from someone else to the public. Conspiracy theorists flock to his widow's Instagram page all too predictably the conspiracy theories have already begun. I wonder why that would be. <laughs> 
anytime a conspiracy theory arises, it's because there appears to be a conspiracy that we're not getting any answers on. Um, to, to, to cocaine paddleboarding, someone says. Uh, thank you to Sean Joe for the cookie. Uh, thank you also, Filter Dog One, who said, did Tafari like bathhouses? Uh, he appeared to be a straight male with a happy marriage. I hope that you noticed the, um, did you notice the meme that I put on front, though? Hang on, let me show that again. How bad is it? They found out, they found the chef that saw your dick. <laughs> uh, that that could be it. I mean, with as much time as Tafari Campbell spent inside the Obama's household, is it possible that uh, as a result of that time being spent, he caught Barack and Michelle in a compromising position of sorts, maybe witnessed something that he shouldn't have? And as I said yesterday, there is a possibility Michelle Obama might be running for president. Man, if there was a former uh, home chef that they had who they just had to fire because he walked in and saw Barack, you know, kneeling at the altar of Michelle. Uh, then perhaps they would want to do away with that guy so that he wouldn't be able to go out and give an expose to somebody like Tucker Carlson or something like that. I don't know. Um, on Monday night, an Instagram post by Tafari Campbell's wife uh, had been inundated with comments groundlessly claiming that the chef had been murdered by Barack Obama. Somebody said, sorry for your loss, but Obama did it. Your partner worked for some very evil people, said another. One of them used the hashtag, hashtag Obama body count, uh, referring to long-running smears against the Obama and Clinton families. There were numerous similar posts on Twitter and in far-right channels on the chat app Telegram. Pretty funny, probably some on my channel. Uh, now, People uh, were going there saying that there's absolutely no reason at this time to think that Campbell was murdered. Now, I think that there may be some reason to suggest that this death is certainly suspicious at best. Uh, police have given no sign of foul play being an issue, though. However, once the toxicology report comes back, things may change. And with the fact that there is a lack of evidence at this time, uh, obviously people are attempting to fill in the blanks. Now, the other really odd thing about this is the report that the Obamas were not there. And then the admission that the Obamas were actually there. Uh, I go back to what I said earlier in the show. Who was paddleboarding with Tafari Campbell, with the beloved personal chef of the Obamas? Was it one of the Obamas? In fact, we know that the Obamas are avid paddleboarders. Take a look at this. Obamas paddleboarding. And here we go. Who's that? Oh, that's Barack Obama himself. And what is that around his ankle? My God, that's a tether connecting his ankle to the paddleboard. Uh, and here is Barack Obama, looks like with a Secret Service agent, uh, kayaking behind him. Here is Barack Obama falling off of a paddleboard. You can bet that with that tether connected to his ankle and connected to the tether, to the paddleboard, uh, he's going to have no problem getting right back into it. There are other images out there of Michelle and Barack paddleboarding together. Here actually is uh, perhaps, I think that's one of the children who's paddleboarding. There is both of the children. They're paddleboarding as well. Was it possible that one of them were out there with Tafari Jackson or Tafari Campbell rather? I don't know, but these are all questions that I think all of us would like to know. 
Uh, I think at the very least, it is, uh, it's worth, it's worth asking, guys. Don't you think it's worth asking? Anyways, we've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back in just a moment. And just like that, Half the year is done and gone, and in that time, my digital money has gifted us with some majestic crypto bull runs. Bitcoin. Oh, sorry, guys. I actually uh, pushed the wrong button there. Uh, the sponsors of the second half of the program uh, are my friends at onenessdrops.com, uh, where if you go to onenessdrops.com, you can get yourself a... Uh, kit of chlorine dioxide when you use code rp78 you can save 15 percent off remember that chlorine dioxide is also known as the universal antidote it can kill a whole host of pathogens it will also make non-potable water safe to drink uh, although chlorine dioxide has been smeared in the mainstream media the reason it's been smeared is because it has actual healing properties unlike a lot of the other chemical crap uh, that they will try to push on you again save 15% off your order when you purchase your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. It's great to have on hand in your go bag, in your cupboard at home, perhaps in your uh, camping gear. And uh, there are two different formulations, one with hydrochloric acid and then another with citric acid. They are the same once you combine them, though, because that's how chemistry works. Now, also, if you go to My Patriot Supply, through my special website, preparewithredpill78.com, uh, then you can go ahead and save 25% off a three-month supply of emergency food. And when you purchase that emergency food, it's going to get sent directly to your home. The shipping is free. Uh, there is also a uh, number of different types of meals that are included in it. You've got over 21 varieties of food, breakfast, lunches, dinners. It lasts for up to 25 years, and uh, it includes a resealable tote that you can keep the food in. It keeps it fresh. It keeps the bugs and the rodents out. And uh, there are over 2,000 calories a day per person when you're looking at these emergency food kits. So make sure that you've got some on hand for yourself. Make sure you've got some on hand for your family members. And then finally, also our friends at MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell supporting Red Pill News. When you use code RP78, you can save up to 80% off Every single product on Mike Lindell's website, whether it's the MyPillow 2.0, the MyPillow mattress topper, the mattress itself, the Giza Dream Sheets, the bath towels, the beach towels, the My Slippers, the My Robe, whatever it is, use code RP78 at MyPillow.com and you will be supporting both Mike Lindell, his efforts to save America, and then, of course, uh, you'll be supporting this show as well. Now, one final request here. If you go to LindellEvent.com, you can register for Mike Lindell's Election Summit, which is coming up in August, August 16th and 17th. Now, when you go there, you're going to be asked to put in your email address and a referral code. The referral code lets Mike know who sent you to sign up to watch this event for free. It's a two-day event, and Mike is asking everybody to sign up because he's going to give us what he claims is a foolproof solution to fix our election system. I'm actually going to be there in person, but if you're going to be watching from home, use code REDPILL78, all one word, R-E-D-P-I L-L, the number seven, the number eight. And uh, when you do, it lets Mike know that I am the one who sent you there. Again, this is completely free. You will have to pay nothing. You will lose nothing. The only thing that you have a possibility of entertaining is the gain of information that is being given away completely for free. So please, election summit, the plan revealed. 
August 16th and 17th, LindellEvent.com, and use code REDPILL78 so that he will know that I sent you there. I will sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. I just posted the link into the chat. There we go. And it looks like Jazmet over on Getter says... Okay, so uh, Jasmine says that I am wrong. Uh, so, yeah, they, they are, okay, when you make chlorine dioxide from parts A and parts B, it's chlorine dioxide in one and it's chlorine dioxide in another. I don't see how they're different. If you want to send me some science on that to show me that uh, there is some significant difference between the two, then I'll be happy uh, to examine it. Uh, but uh, I was told that there is no difference. Uh, they both make chlorine dioxide. Um, now, obviously, hydrochloric acid is different from citric acid, but uh, isn't chlorine dioxide the same if it's uh, chlorine dioxide made from one set of chemicals? Uh, or rather made from another set of chemicals. I don't know. Please send me the information that you have on that. I'll be happy to to check it out. All right. So getting back to a little bit more of the coverage of Tafari Campbell and uh, his death. Uh, CBS News, um, you know, fairly straightforward bit of reporting, a uh, little bit more information about his wife. Uh, obviously, another statement from the Obamas, the same type of statement. But uh, again, I mentioned that uh, the Obamas were supposedly not there. However, at some point earlier today, that story changed a little bit. And we did. We were able to find out that uh, they actually were present at the vineyard when this man died uh, and the mysterious circumstances surrounding his death become all that more mysterious when we realize that uh, there is uh, only a couple of reasons why somebody might lie about something like that. I mean, is it not safe to assume that the Obamas would be home on a Sunday while this guy was there? Why would they want to tell the world that he, they weren't actually there? So, I mean, you can make up your own mind about that. But I repeat myself when I say the call coming in from the Obama's residence uh, really does indicate that they were potentially involved. Now, let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> the drowning of another White House chef. This one uh, was the former chef for the Clintons. Now, Walter Scheib, he was the Clintons chef and he was also chef for George W. Bush for a time. Uh this death of Walter Scheib uh, happened after his tenure at the White House from 1994 to 2005. <clears throat> now, he was also drowned, but he wasn't drowned in an area like Martha's Vineyard. He was actually found submerged in a ravine in the New Mountain, excuse me, the New Mexico Mountains on June 21st, 2015. Now, if you hear that somebody drowned in the mountains of New Mexico and you think that's kind of strange, I think you're not alone. Uh, Walter was 61 and he was uh, heading out to the mountains for uh, a hiking and camping trip. He was going alone, but then he failed to return back. And then he was found to be in this shallow ravine in a small amount of water, completely submerged and dead. I don't know how deep the water was. I only know that it was deep enough to drown him. Uh, but to me, that sounds like very suspicious circumstances. And it doesn't make a lot of sense that somebody would head out to the desert and drown in the only water that's available to them. Here is a picture of Walter Scheib 
Uh, and uh, this is also suspiciously close uh, to the 2016 election, considering the fact that Scheib worked for the Clintons in the uh, uh, the latter three years of Bill Clinton's uh, term in office, his last term in office. Uh, it's possible that he might have seen the worst of the worst when it came to Bill and Hillary. Certainly, he would have been there during the whole Monica Lewinsky scandal. Uh, so he may have had some inside information about Hillary Clinton, knowing that she ran for president in 2015, 2016. Uh, is it all that crazy to think that Walter Scheid perhaps may have been killed to silence him, stop him from having the opportunity to come forward and say, hey, I saw these crazy things? Uh, and when you think about it like that, uh, it also seems uh, just a little bit suspicious that the same thing has now happened to another uh, White House chef, this time working for the Obamas, with the rumor that Michelle Obama may be um, running for president here very shortly. So keep your eyes on her. Now, he also co-authored a cookbook, White House Chef, 11 Years, Two Presidents, One Kitchen. Uh, and he also was on Iron Chef America. Uh, uh Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com.
A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Anybody out there who watches Iron Chef, did you happen to see the episode that he was on? Um, Now, after his death in 2015, the Clintons also had uh, glowing reviews for Walter Scheib. They said that his meals were delicious and creative and that he used his immense talents not only to represent the very best of American cuisine to visiting leaders, but to make a difference in people's lives through his nonprofit work. Uh, Here is a picture of Hillary and Walter Scheib together. I'm sure everybody remembers that suit. Hillary Clinton was very fond of those pantsuits. She still may be, but I think she wears moo-moos more often than not now. Uh, Here he is at a White House dinner uh, surrounded by other cooking professionals. Uh, He was also lauded by former First Lady Laura Bush. She said he was an astounding talent. Uh, and, uh, And again, it's just kind of an odd situation that we have yet another uh, individual saying that this man had drowned in a strange location. Now, I go back to that unnamed witness who saw him struggling in the water before submerging a final time while paddleboarding on Sunday evening. Who was that unnamed witness? What is their relationship to either the Obamas or to Tafari Campbell? Uh, and why are they not telling us who that person is? Now, I also thought that it was odd uh, that Newsweek, Newsweek.com, is also reporting on the strange coincidence surrounding the death of Tafari Campbell uh, and then also pointing to the death of Walter Scheib. I just I think that's kind of interesting that uh, a, a publication like Newsweek would be highlighting the strange circumstances surrounding that. So the toxicology report uh, is going to be coming out very shortly. And uh, as I said earlier, that may give us some insight into exactly what was going on with Tafari Campbell. Was he under the influence of any drugs or alcohol at the time of his death? Uh, were there any, I guess, you know, poisons that shouldn't be in his system at the time that he died? Um, is there anything that we can learn from the toxicology report which would explain this healthy 45-year-old man who seems to be very fit? Remember, he hashtag fit chef on all of his Instagram photos. Uh, is there anything that we can learn that would uh, explain to us how and why he died? I do have another theory here. Uh, obviously, because he is the or was the private chef for the Obamas, uh, is it possible that maybe he was jabbed? He was jabbed so that he could uh, keep his job and continue to work in that environment. If that's the case, then perhaps he had a cardiac event while he was in the water. And that would explain uh, his death in such a, uh, a shallow body of water. Uh, here is the estate, the $12 million estate. And then uh, this appears to be waters just outside of the main path as they come in on their sailboats. Uh, and uh, yeah, until we learn that uh, that information, then this is just going to continue uh, to stir up controversy and conspiracy in the minds of people. So uh, we do have a statement from a doctor, Edward Dowd. He is a resident of the area. 
And he says that the waters in Edgartown Pond could be deceptive. Uh, he is a rower himself. He is regularly out in the water. He said there are three things which could have happened. The police report states that he went down once and came up before getting into trouble. So either he's not a strong swimmer, he might have had a medical event like a heart attack, as I just said, or a pulmonary embolism uh, that might have impaired him in some way. So those are the three things that possibly could have happened, uh, according to a doctor. I think that his perhaps he wasn't a strong swimmer, but I think we could see from his Instagram that he could at least swim. And if he was taking lessons back in 2019, that was four years ago, he said four years uh, to improve upon that potential skill. Now, uh, getting back to the idea of a cardiac event or a pulmonary embolism, uh, both of those things could have potentially happened as a result of the clot shot. And considering that paddleboarding is a physical activity, perhaps that could have uh, have brought it on. Uh, but he continues on, drowning at 100 feet. That's a very swimmable distance. The water is probably just a little over two feet over his head. <laughs> so that means if it's only two feet over his head, he could have reached up and put his fingers out into the air. Uh, just does not make any sense that he would have drowned. Uh, this is a protected and calm body of water. There aren't going to be waves that are lapping <clears throat> because you're not going to get because of that breakwater, which creates a pond effect, you're you're not going to have uh, any violent uh, ripples caused by the water. Uh, now, you do have to respect nature, and everybody should always be on their guard. Perhaps uh, if he wasn't that strong of a swimmer, but uh, he found himself, you know, panicking in the moment, you know, maybe that could have happened. Uh, but I, I find it all very difficult to believe. Uh, the doctor uh, that lives in the area says, I've had to rescue kids out there on little floats with paddles who thought they could get back in, but they can't. Uh, apparently, at the time that he went down, the water was totally still, very serene. Uh, and uh, the paddle boards uh, tend to be fairly light. So it, again, should have uh, been able to hold him aloft. Now, uh, locals uh, work living in the area have said that uh, they haven't seen Obama or Michelle since the incident. Um, they also haven't seen their staff. Uh, and uh, they claim that Campbell had been staying on the luxury island since last week. So Campbell had been there for at least several days. OK, so he was there for the entirety of last week. He was there on Sunday night. He was found dead on Monday morning. So I ask again, what did he witness when he was sleeping at the Obama's 12 million dollar Martha's Vineyard estate? Uh, the uh, hang on. I'm so sorry. I have something in my eye. <clears throat> Okay, and here is a picture of Tapari Campbell, looks like with his twin sons, very sad. Um, a, a statement uh, from another resident, paddleboarding is extremely safe and predictable and stable if you know what you're doing. I imagine the guy had a heart attack or a medical incident which caused this. Uh, here he is again with his wife, Sharice. They had 19-year-old sons, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think we're just going to have to wait to see what else happened. Now, I actually played this for you guys last night, but uh, we have received audio from the dispatch, the 911 dispatch to police sending them out there, but we don't have the actual 911 call itself. Of course, that 911 call would reveal if it was one of the Obamas who actually uh, made the call. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Now, 
I mentioned uh, the strange death of Walter Scheib. Uh, that is a death connected to the White House, a chef, another drowning, another president. However, uh, the death of Tafari Campbell is not the first strange death to occur around the Obamas, because if you'll remember Loretta Fuddy, the strange death of Loretta Fuddy, she died uh, in uh, in January of 2011 uh, when she made national news after okaying the Obama birth certificate. If you'll remember, Obama's long form birth certificate was released after much fanfare directly by the White House on the White House website. Uh, and it was in response to the birther movement, people like Donald Trump suggesting that Barack Obama had been born in another country. Uh, there was any number of them that it could have been an African country, Indonesia. There was a couple of different options on the table. Of course, the Obamas claimed that he was born in Hawaii. Now, uh, the birth certificate that was released by the White House that was allegedly given the stamp of approval by Loretta Fuddy was shown at a later date to be a digital forgery. It was absolutely fake. Uh, that, uh, that birth certificate, when I downloaded it from the White House website, I opened it up in Photoshop and I could move the layers around myself. I was absolutely flabbergasted, totally shocked. Uh, I just could not fathom how stupid they could be to release this obvious forgery to the public. Now, I came to sort of believe that, uh, perhaps they did it on purpose. Maybe they wanted to let us know, uh, how controlled the system was. That makes a lot of sense to me now. Uh, And then also, when you uh, uh, essentially assassinate the woman who gave the stamp of approval for your birth certificate, I mean, that's fairly in your face as well. Yes, T-Pinky, they did not even merge the layers. You know, I was, I I, I was, I was like on the fence about being a birther during that time. You know, I had been I had started listening to Alex Jones and I was hearing uh, all of these stories from him and people that he was interviewing. And so the idea of him being born in Kenya or Indonesia, you know, it, it seemed like, hey, that's you know, maybe that's a possibility. So when they finally announced that they were releasing the birth certificate, I was like, well, OK, I, I guess this is it. You know, I mean, if they're going to release this birth certificate, it's going to have to be real like there's. There's no way they would release a fake birth certificate, right? (laughs) So I download it from the White House website, and the first thing I notice is the background. It appears to be uh, that green kind of uh, um, – it's like a, a paper that's used for official documents. It has that background to it, but as it's, it, we were told that it was a scan of a paper document, which means that it would have laid flat on the scanner and it would have flat edges. However, it had like this curve to it that was wholly unnatural. Now, the curve was also not in alignment with uh, the positioning of the lettering on the page. It was almost as if, <laughs> it was almost as if they had a digital version of that background. And then they took all of the text and laid it over the top of it because uh, the 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 background for the birth certificate was uh, close to or akin to uh, what was being used on modern Hawaiian birth certificates. But it would have been totally different than what they would have used at that time. So on top of that, when I opened it up in Photoshop 
and I take a look and there's like there's like 50 layers in there. Like, I mean, they were taking letters and copying them and using them over again. Uh, there has been a detailed analysis done of this birth certificate, comparing it to other birth certificates. And it's been shown that some of those letters on Obama's birth certificate can be linked to another specific birth certificate. So anyways, when I opened it up in Photoshop, I said, I said, everything they've said is true. There's no way this guy is who he says he is. He's got to be a CIA asset or, you know, maybe a CIA uh, agent from birth. And uh, and I I went about the uh, the process of uh, of looking at uh, all of the, the the various layers and and you know figuring out what was what. Now I, I had a hard drive crash and um, you know in the intervening years, so I don't have it anymore, and you can't you can't download it like that any any longer either. But it takes a lot of balls to release something that can be so easily debunked to the public, uh, and then look us in the face and tell us that what you're seeing is a scan of a paper document. It's impossible the way that it was. Ah, yes. Obama's birth certificate has a font not invented until years after he was born. It's amateurish. It is so amateurish. It is so amateurish. I mean, the only thing that makes sense to me is that they wanted us to know. Like, everybody knew already. It's it's like that idea of tacit consent. We've talked about this before. They put these things in popular culture and in, like, movies and films and stuff. You know, you've got all of these future events that have been predicted by The Simpsons. You know, I mean, just like, you know, odd things. It, it, it In my opinion, it goes to show you that so much of the world is structured around us. Uh, it, like, it's like a movie, you know? I mean, like, all of these things, it's uh, it's a giant script, and they're just acting it out, and we are kind of, like, reacting to it all the time. Um, somebody had sent me an email yesterday, Mike, I don't know if you're listening, Mike, but, uh, it was, uh, a, 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 an image from the world trade center and, uh, it, it says E team on the floors of, uh, I believe it's tower one or tower two. I think it's tower one. And then on the other tower, uh, there's another set of floors where the lights are turned off. Now, where the lettering is on the the first tower and then where the lights are off in the second tower, those just happen to be the exact points that were first hit by the planes on September 11th. Now, these floors also had a number of artist collectives working in there. I, Brad and I have talked about uh, the B team or the uh, um, the B thing which is that uh, gelatin collective. Uh, and then this E-team was another one that was there either at the same time or, you know, on a different rotation. But it just goes to show you that uh, they tell us about these things ahead of time so that when it happens uh, and it's so traumatic, we just accept it and we move along with it. Um, Penny says they don't care if we believe them, Zach. No, no, they, they don't care if we believe them. <laughs> no, you're totally right. You're totally right. Uh, they don't need us to believe them. All they need us to do is continue to just play along, to 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 play the game. Uh, they don't mind if we believe in, uh, in that these things are conspiracies or that they're scripted. Uh, it has absolutely no bearing on uh, on on their plans at all. Uh, I, in in fact, uh, the fact that these things happen and we can identify them and we see them happening in popular culture, you know, it, we're a small portion of the population. Most people would look at something like this and say, absolutely. Not. Why would Barack Obama murder Loretta Fuddy 
the woman who gave the okay, the stamp of approval on his long form birth certificate. Well, yeah, I mean, why why wouldn't he murder her if this birth certificate was total fake uh, and he truly isn't who he says he is? Well, then they would simply need to keep this person quiet. It's the same reason that they kill people all the time. Uh, somebody knows something and they don't want them to tell anyone else about it. So. In the, uh, the, the, the plane that crashed with Loretta Fontiana, and I mean, there was, uh, I believe nine, eight passengers, so nine people, including the pilot. Uh, and it went down in, in gentle waters. Everybody was able to exit the plane. The whole thing was filmed on a GoPro. And, uh, the only person to die was Loretta Fuddy. Now, she didn't drown. Uh, it wasn't reported initially what exactly happened, only that she was the only one who lost her life. And it wasn't long after the birth certificate came out. It was a very, very odd coincidence. Um, but uh, when she actually passed away, apparently she was holding hands with uh, one of the, the people that worked in the Hawaii state government with her. And uh, and she just let the hand go and she just uh, passed away. She stopped responding and that was it. Uh, so they claim that I believe she had a cardiac event. Isn't that also very convenient? Cardiac events can happen all the time. And uh, obviously the CIA has created those cardiac bullets, which essentially give people the symptoms of a heart attack, kill them. Uh, and it has like a, a small like ice projectile, which just completely melts and then you don't ever see it. Also in the video that was captured of the Loretta Fuddy death, you see at certain points what appears to be a frogman coming up out of the water. Uh, certainly it was not somebody who was a, a passenger officially on the plane. Uh, it, uh, I, I think that it's likely that there were people there waiting. Uh, they... They killed her and then they just disappeared. Now, you know, I don't know that they were Navy SEALs. I'm not going to say that. Uh, but certainly they were some underwater specialists. So you really can't find any of this information on the Internet any longer. But uh, I do have some photos here uh, of stills taken from the video itself. So uh, Loretta Fuddy is wearing black pants and a flowered top with a purple T-shirt under it. And her shoes are black with what appears to be a rubber or hemp sole of some sort. So if we take a look at this photo right here, uh, this is the top of Loretta Fuddy's head. Apparently, she was wearing an infant life vest. Uh, this is her back right here, or her. this is her, her body. Here's her leg, and this is her shoe. So she's above water. She seems to be perfectly fine. Now, uh, they are alleging that uh, this appears to be the head of a frogman that pops up right in front of Loretta Fuddy. <clears throat> now, the, the pictures are so grainy, uh, it's very difficult to see, but when you're watching it live, it sure as hell looks like some guy with a mask on and a wetsuit pops his head out of the water and that just goes back underneath real quick. Uh, but as soon as he does, that's when Loretta Fuddy appears to completely, uh, completely pass away. Now, taking a look at these other pictures after he has emerged, you can kind of see that it's the body of a man and he's wearing a tank on his back. Uh, he's actually got what appears to be an oxygen tank on. And, uh, and I, I honestly believe that this is exactly what happened to Loretta Fuddy. Uh, here, 
two hands on the shoe. They grab Loretta Fuddy's shoe. Perhaps they poked her with some sort of poison. Then the left hand lets go. There are two hands. They are attached to somebody who should not be there and making an effort to stay hidden. Uh, I tend to believe that Loretta Fuddy was, in fact, murdered, uh, you know, unless perhaps she wasn't murdered at all and they just whisked her away to uh, be retired someplace else. I don't know. But I do I do have a report from ABC News. We can watch it because it includes the video from or it did. There was video earlier today. Let me go ahead and see. Ooh, yeah. Wow, that was quick. I I swear to God, guys, I watched this video on this page earlier today and now it's gone. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, and tonight, for the first time, we are seeing dramatic images of a small plane crash last December in the waters off the coast of Hawaii. You can see the plane about to hit the water. It's descending straight down to the ocean, crashing on the surface. We'll watch again because a passenger was recording video as it happened. Within moments, the water begins to flood inside of the plane as the passengers, never yelling, make their way out and clutch to the wing to stay afloat. In the end, one person, a Hawaiian health official, died, but eight people, including the pilot, were rescued. You know, what's really, really coincidental is that initially when this death was reported, she wasn't reported as Loretta Fuddy, the Hawaiian state official who okayed Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate. Um, And there were conflicting accounts of exactly what happened. Now, she was the director of Hawaii's Department of Health. She was the one specifically who verified the Hawaiian birth certificate for Obama. Uh, The image was released on April 27th, 2011. I will never forget that date, man. Uh, That that, that date just blew my mind. Uh, And, oh gosh, do they have a link to it on the White House website? Okay. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's hang on. I, I guarantee you they have saved it by now. Download linked file as. OK. And correspondence from the Hawaii download linked file as. OK. Yeah. So let's let me get this birth certificate pulled up here for you guys and let's see what it looks like. Uh, I'm I'm certain that they have flattened the layers by now, but they definitely didn't when it first came out. Hang on. Where is refresh cleanup by date created? Huh. Where did I save it to? Okay. Birth certificate long form. Oh, wow. It's totally broken. Now, here we go. Okay, so see, open with, let's open it. Wow, it's in some odd form, which doesn't really make any sense. Um, It's not a PDF. It says it's a PDF, but it's not really a PDF. It's like trying to open up in like a Word document. Let me see here. I should be able to open this with Photoshop. Okay. Nope. Could not. (laughs) Photoshop doesn't recognize this. Oh, man. Okay. Well, in that case, 
I should, it won't even let me open it up with Safari. Hmm. Very strange. Very, very strange. I guess let's try to open it up with text edit. And it's totally broken. But here, let me go ahead and put this on screen. Um, screen capture. Birth certificate. Okay. And... No, we're not going to do display capture. We're going to do window capture. There we go. Okay. So let me make this sized to the screen here. So, first off, the first thing that tipped me off that this was not normal uh, is this uh, this fold right there in the paper. Now, uh, that would mean that this was... Uh, th- this scan of this document must have been taken from another document, okay? Because it's got that fold. Now, uh, this would mean that this was part of, like, a, another book or something like that. Uh, and so the actual page would have been on an angle uh, as it was being scanned in. But if you take a look here at uh, the various letters, see that? The, the R in Barack. Uh, if this was a scan of a document, the kerning, like the the uh, the pixelation around these letters and their uh, their their darkness would have been uniform. Um, but it's not. It seems to be uh, a little bit different in certain areas than it is in others. But again, this was billed as the actual long form birth certificate as found in the records of the state of Hawaii. It cannot be. Because it's got this feature right here, which shows that there was some type of other document that it was scanned from. Now, uh, if you get in a little bit deeper, uh, here you can find uh, additional areas where the scan does not appear to be uniform as it is with others. Uh, The kerning of the letters, that's like the actual spacing between these letters. Uh, It should be uniform given certain um, uh, repeated uh, phrases or repeated words, repeated letters, but it's not. Uh, You also have different fonts. So here we have this date. Uh, which you can tell uh, is uh, the 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 numbers are different um, different uh, uh, shades of black and gray, and that should not be the case. Should not be the case. Um, the S in Stanley and Dunham, the K in Kenya, uh, the signatures are just a little bit off. This one signature of local registrar. It appears to have uh, a signature, but then like some additions in there. The letters are not uniform. And uh, as I said earlier, there was also certain aspects of this birth certificate that were found to be exactly in common with another birth certificate contemporaneously uh, passed out to this one. Here is another one. Uh, The official number of the birth certificate uh, there is, look at the difference between the one and the four right here. 
Like this one must have been taken from another document, which did not have even shading. And then it was inserted into this. There are also certain places where you can tell that there was uh, maybe like a paint tool that was used to even out uh, some of the, the, the hashing on the back of this document. And uh, there are places where it almost looks like uh, there is uh, some more letters that have been erased or removed. So, again, when I downloaded this and you could uh, open it up inside Photoshop and take a look at these layers, it was just absolutely incredible. Okay. Um, Real quick, Porpoiseful says, uh, thank you, Zach, for all you do for keeping us informed. Thank you very much. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Florida Girl for Truth, thank you for the cookie. Uh, Filter Dog 1, Blunt Force Trauma. Are you talking about Loretta Fuddy? She had no Blunt Force Trauma. Uh, There was nothing wrong with Loretta Fuddy uh, as an injury she sustained from the airplane crash. Nothing wrong with her. Everybody hit the the water very softly and there were no injuries. Uh, Just her death, her cardiac event, uh, getting rid of her and removing her from the situation. So just getting back to the uh, suspicious circumstances surrounding the death of Loretta Fuddy. Initially, the man who was later reported to be holding her hand when she died said that Fuddy never made it out of the airplane. He said everybody else got off and she remained inside. It wasn't until the video was released when uh, the the uh, this man, I believe his name was Tom Matsuda, uh, admitted that she had made it out of uh, the plane and she was totally fine at the time. Uh, So, you know, that's just one of a number of a couple of strange circumstances surrounding the conflicting reports of Loretta Fuddy. Uh, and, uh, here he is. Oh, I'm sorry. His name was Keith Yamamoto. So Keith Yamamoto, uh, had, uh, rep- reported that he was holding her hand. Um, but when this was initially reported in the Los Angeles times, uh, the captain, the fire captain said that Fuddy didn't get out of the plane. She remained in the fuselage. Uh, and then Maui police also said that Fuddy's body had been recovered from the wreckage. Um, obviously, if she made it out of the plane, then she wouldn't be inside uh, the plane. So uh, on December 14th of 2013, uh, the AP reported uh, something a little bit different. Uh, they said that according to a priest, Reverend Patrick Kilalea, who had consoled that man, Keith Yamamoto, after the crash, uh, said that Yamamoto, Yamamoto told him that he had helped Fuddy get out of the plane wreck and he got her into a life jacket and then he actually held her hand to help her relax. This is where I get the story about her floating there with these people and then letting go of his hand and then uh, just dying. She just expired right in front of them. There were also other eyewitnesses at the plane crash who said that Fuddy made it out. She was floating in the water and then all of a sudden she was no longer with them. She was dead and uh, and they just left her. So. Uh, we have uh, the cardiac arrhythmia, which is now the official cause of death. Uh, initially, we were told that she drowned. And then we were also told that she had sustained severe internal injuries. Now, all of those, except for the cardiac arrhythmia, were uh, the official causes of death. Uh, the other ones were revealed to be uh, totally, <clears throat> totally fake uh, news items that came out. Now, 
Uh, Linda Jordan is a uh, American housewife. You guys may have heard of her before. She was a big birther. Uh, she had a website called Bertha Report. Uh, she detailed uh, all of these various causes of death. And let me go ahead and pop it up like this. Uh, on January 6th of 2014, that's when we got the press release from Maui County Police Department. That's where they said she died of that cardiac arrhythmia. Uh, nine months later, in September of 2014, Jordan discovered a report from Maui Police Detective Jamie Winfrey, who stated that on December 13th of 2013, an autopsy on the body of Loretta Fuddy was performed by medical examiner Dr. Lindsay Harl within the morgue at Molokai General Hospital. And at that time, the preliminary cause of death was drowning. Of course, that was pending a final autopsy. Then in November of 2014, it was discovered there was a debriefing report by a commander of the U.S. Coast Guard who was part of the rescue effort in those waters outside Molokai. And the report said that Loretta Fuddy died from severe internal injuries. All of those things are verifiable. You can find them. Uh, and uh, obviously, they are conflicting reports as to exactly what happened to her. And then when you take a look at her official autopsy report, uh, despite the fact this is a public record, uh, the actual findings were blacked out. There were no released medical findings other than the official cause of death. And at that time, they said that it was drowning. Uh, now, there was, of course, an investigation into this. People were trying to get as much information as possible. Um, and uh, as, as far as it re- repl- applies to Hawaii law, uh, there should be a full investigation with a public report when it uh, occurs as an accident or some type of unusual death. Now, in October of 2014, the police chief from Maui uh, told this woman that was doing the research uh, that they had complied with that particular Hawaiian law by conducting the autopsy on Loretta Fuddy. Now, the problem is that a complete investigation into a suspicious or unusual death involves more than just an autopsy. They just dropped it right at that point. They didn't want to look into it any deeper. That includes uh, the process of interviewing all of the witnesses, talking to the first responders, getting people sworn under oath, getting depositions, and then, of course, collecting as much evidence as they can. It goes uh, without saying that the plane was lost forever due to the location, although it wasn't super deep water. It was deep enough that they said the plane was a total loss. They're not even going to try to go get it. So they have no idea why the plane actually went down in the first place. So uh, at the end of the day, there is enough suspicious circumstances surrounding the death of Loretta Fuddy, uh, and it's something that I think we should continue to ask questions about. I actually did an interview, a uh, couple of interviews, several years ago, I think when I was still on YouTube, uh, in uh, in regards to the strange death of Loretta Fuddy. There was a gentleman who wrote a couple of books about this. I'll see if I can find those and uh, maybe direct them to you. Uh, I have one more suspicious death that I want to talk about tonight, guys. Fuddy killed JFK. <laughs> mm. uh, creative writer says, thank you for going over the birth certificate. Most did not realize the layering was something we could figure out. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I was uh, doing like graphic design and, and like web work at that time. Uh, so Photoshop, I mean, it was like, uh, this is the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to open it up in Photoshop, uh, and I'll take a look and I'll see if it's a single document (laughs) because if it's layered, then I know that they put it together from a number of sources and son of a bitch, it was layered. I couldn't even believe it. All right. So 
getting back to uh, the final death today, we're talking a little bit more about Jeffrey Epstein, the suspicious circumstances surrounding his death. He remains in the news <clears throat> because there is ongoing releases of uh, formerly secret information as a result of that J.P. Morgan Chase case that is still currently ongoing in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Turns out that Jeffrey Epstein, in speaking with his Chase banker, had admitted to having sex with young women for money in a July 2006 meeting with Jess Staley. This is according to a new court filing that was revealed yesterday. Now, Jeffrey Epstein and Jess Staley met in person on July 25th. 2006. This was right after Epstein was indicted for felony solicitation of prostitution. Now, I don't know how an underage girl can uh, submit to a prostitution type relationship. It should have been something more akin to the rape of a child. But because that's all it was, that's all Epstein ever copped to. Uh, he admitted that he was paying young girls for massages, <clears throat> and uh, that was the uh, the arrangement that he had. Uh, uh, real quick, let me say thank you to Penny. She said, hey, Zach, how's the finger? I hope the pain is better. I am uh, keeping myself uh, stocked full of ibuprofen. That's the only thing that I can do. To make the pain any better, I, I woke up at like six o'clock this morning just in so much, so much pain. It was like throbbing, just shooting pains. Uh, so basically every uh, five or six hours, I got to take a bunch of ibuprofen. But thank you, Penny. I appreciate it. Um, so on July 25th, 2006, Jess Staley met with Epstein in person and Epstein admitted to the alleged conduct of engaging in sex with money for young women only disputing the accuracy of the girl's ages, as stated in the indictment, the court filing reads. The U.S. Virgin Islands is, of course, suing J.P. Morgan for an estimated $190 million for allegedly ignoring Epstein's activities because he was a wealthy client. Now, if if it was just the story of Jeffrey Epstein mentioning this casually to Jess Staley, that would be one thing. <clears throat> but the next day... Just Staley communicated the exchange uh, to a high-ranking executive at J.P. Morgan Chase named Erdos. I went and saw him last night. I've never seen him so shaken. He also adamantly denies the ages, the filing adds. Mary Erdos was the CEO of J.P. Morgan's private bank and allegedly knew about Epstein's arrest and followed the news coverage surrounding Epstein. This goes to the evidence of Chase Bank knowing full well exactly what business Jeffrey Epstein was in, uh, and also understanding that they were benefiting from the sex trafficking he was engaging in. Um, in 2008, he was sentenced for that solicitation of prostitution from a minor. He spent a little over a year in jail. Not quite. Uh, he was out on work release for the entire time. Uh, he only had to go there at night. They left him in a super private, posh room. He didn't have to wear the typical prison garb. He didn't have to deal with other inmates. And quite often, when he left to do his daily business, uh, he was accompanied uh, by uh, uh, sheriff's deputies from the department, and they just let him do whatever he wanted to. Um, blur, 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 I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Um, 
Blear Tikas. Blear Tikas, if I said it right, then let me know. Zach or Zach, you're doing a great job, and thank you. Thank you very much, and it's Z-A-K, but I'll accept it any other way as well, because uh, it all means the same thing at the end of the day. So, uh, since the lawsuit has been ongoing, we've recently gotten about a 1,000 emails from between Jeff Staley and Jeffrey Epstein, and those were all sent and received from 2008 to 2012. Well, after Jeffrey Epstein had pled guilty to these charges and uh, just Staley and Chase Bank should have known. Now, uh, of course, the Virgin Islands are claiming that they absolutely knew they knew exactly what his business was. They handled payments from Epstein to his longtime accomplice, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell, of course, got sentenced to 20 years in prison for conspiring with Jeffrey Epstein to sexually abuse minors. The bank was also aware of accounts that Epstein's teenage victims opened in order to receive payments from Epstein. That one is a new bit of information. So Jeffrey Epstein's private banking was done at Chase Chase Bank, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. He set the young girls up with their own accounts so that he could just transfer the money directly to them. Uh, one of the victims was apparently known as his Yugoslavian sex slave, and she lived in a building that was owned by Jeffrey Epstein's brother. Uh, now, there has been a bit of pushback from J.P. Morgan. Uh, then Monday, they filed a partial summary judgment against the U.S. Virgin Islands. They are accusing the U.S. Virgin Islands themselves of profiting and aiding and abetting Jeffrey Epstein's sex crimes. Uh, so they feel that uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands are kind of passing the buck on Of course, Jeffrey Epstein arrested in 2019 and very shortly thereafter found dead in his prison cell. It was certainly not a suicide. And I think that there is open debate on whether or not Jeffrey Epstein is actually dead Uh, since he has left the public life. uh, J.P. Morgan agreed earlier this summer to pay two hundred and ninety million dollars to Jeffrey Epstein's victims after they filed this class action lawsuit. Deutsche Bank, which is the bank that uh, I believe Staley went on to work for later, uh, also settled with a group of Epstein victims for $75 million. Uh, Of course, uh, Chase regrets doing business with Jeffrey Epstein, but that's only because they got caught. I think they probably made many hundreds of millions of dollars off of their association with him. And and as Bill Gates said, Jeffrey Epstein is now dead. So uh, it's not such a big deal for J.P. Morgan. Okay. And if you guys wouldn't mind, we've got almost 4,000 people here on Rumble, and we've got 436 likes. So please hit that like button so that the entirety of Rumble understands that this is a show worth watching. And join me every day at 5 p.m. Eastern for the same program that you're watching now, Red Pill News Live. So turns out uh, that uh, Jeffrey Epstein's lawyers were silencing victims as early as 2006. And this is another bit of information that J.P. Morgan Chase was all too aware of. They knew that Jeffrey and his lawyers were getting these girls to shut their mouths so that he wouldn't be uh, exposed to any further criminal actions. Uh, Let's see. Rather than exit Epstein in 2006, J.P. Morgan handled millions of dollars in payments to Epstein's other rock star lawyers who the bank knew were working to discredit Epstein's victims and help Epstein avoid federal sex trafficking charges. Sounds like there was uh, some sort of a smear campaign going on against uh, Jeffrey Epstein's victims. 
Jeff JP Morgan was handling millions of dollars in payments to those specific lawyers. And that included numerous redacted $100,000 payments and continued to handle tens of millions of dollars in payments to other lawyers. If Jeffrey Epstein was processing millions of dollars in payments just to the lawyers, imagine how much money he and Chase Bank were profiting off of his uh, efforts to traffic young girls all around the world. Uh, Yeah, it's just it's disgusting. And it shows you that uh, vast majority of these people who are involved in business and politics, they are completely corrupt. All right. I will just end by saying that uh, we've gotten also some new information about Hunter Biden, his business dealings with his family, and of course, his business dealings with Burisma. It appears that Hunter, uh, while working with Blue Star Strategies, uh, recommended them to Burisma to work as lobbyists. Uh, now, they were paid over $400,000 by Burisma, $480,000 to be exact. And it was revealed by Joseph Ziegler's testimony uh, that they actually never... They never counted that money as income. They, they never claimed it when they were filing their own tax returns. Uh, so it just goes to show you that if you are a person who's done business with Hunter Biden, then uh, you may be up for examination. Uh, finally, it looks like Kevin McCarthy may be uh, bringing those articles of impeachment for Joe Biden. I don't see why it hasn't happened yet. I think a lot of people are uh, wondering the same thing. The only thing that I can say is that it has to be something about timing. Uh, the timing has to be perfect, and uh, they're going to do it at the point that's going to inflict maximum damage onto not only Joe Biden, but the Democrats uh, as a whole. So final thank yous over here on the Foxhole. Scout 65 says, thank you for your attention to details, Zach, and all your shows. Much appreciated. And then who cares says, high five, Zach, and RPGF. All right, you guys. Thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, we are going to go out to dinner and do to, okay, hold on. I just, oh, oh, Okay. Um, I want to make sure that there isn't a thank you over here on Cash App, and it looks like there isn't. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern for another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. And then also tomorrow night at 9 p.m., uh, Brad and I will bring you another episode of Altered State on uh, the Badlands Media Network. So, Super Conbro, wish you well. Stay hydrated and heal faster at your fingers. Yes, uh, I cut myself again today with a pair of scissors this time. So, until next time, good luck. God bless. We'll see you guys then. And I am going to pass out the gold pills.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.